0: Will the Patriots trade Mac Jones? Reports are that Bill Belichick has been shopping him around. How do we get here? What's next? We're exploring it all today on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast.
2: You are locked on NFL scouting with the Draft Dudes, your daily podcast for NFL and college football scouting, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: What's better than this? It's Guys being dudes here on the Lockdown NFL Scouting Podcast. We're the Draft Dudes. I'm Joe Marino from Lockdown Bills. He's Kyle Krabs from Lockdown Dolphins. And we are your NFL experts here with you daily to talk team building across the league on the Lockdown NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes. We're part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Uh, put your seatbelts on because you have Joe Marino, avid Buffalo Bills fan and Kyle Krabs, avid, uh, uh, Miami Dolphins fan. Is, uh, is that Don Shula? <laughs> it, yeah, that is Don Shula, the most winning coach in the history of the NFL. That's correct. Wow. Um, oh, <laughs> the shots are coming early, baby. Let's go. <laughs> and we're talking about the New England Patriots, and uh, I think this is a super fascinating conversation because when you consider the team-building ideologies that the New England Patriots adopted for a very long time under a 20-plus-year stretch of being the most consistently successful championship caliber program in the NFL, and what that transition has looked like, and when they drafted Mac Jones and secured him in the 2021 NFL draft in the first round about midway through, and uh, the progress that the team showed in free agency by spending a lot of money to put players around him, everything that has happened since is really this, especially when you foil it against some of Belichick's summer comments about Mac Jones and the progress, and then the stories that have come out after the season and the disarray around the the offensive coaching staff, there's so much here to really dive into as it pertains to how we've gotten to this point. And Joe, I think the first thing that we need to do is establish the storylines of what exactly is reported to be going on as things currently stand.
0: Yeah, Pro Football Talk Mike Florio is reporting that Bill Belichick has shopped Mac Jones this offseason. The teams mentioned the Raiders, the Texans, the Bucks, and the Commanders, and that, look, obviously some of those teams have made decisions at quarterback, but there's still an opportunity that if a, a team doesn't get the guy that they want in the draft, that they could pivot to Mac Jones – Uh, Florio reports that Robert Kraft is a Mac Jones fan and provided the following quote from Robert Kraft last week he said I'm a big fan of Mac he came to us as a rookie he quarterbacked in his rookie season and did a very fine job I thought we made the playoffs I remember that I think we experimented with some things last year that frankly didn't work when it came to him in my opinion obviously Mac Jones two years of starting experience with the Patriots two years left on his rookie deal plus the fifth year option was a pro bowler as a rookie and now we're talking about him with riffs with the coaching staff and the Belichick shopping him and so there's just a, a lot of unique circumstances here that got us to this point so before we talk about the year two regression for Mac
1: Jones and all of the decisions that were made and some of those things that Robert Kraft is alluding to as far as things that they experimented with. Um, let's start, you you mentioned two years remaining on his rookie deal, right? And I actually think this this makes Mac Jones, I even though I think we would both probably agree that he is a skill-specific player and a scheme-specific player as far as his strengths. And if we want to get into what we thought about Mac in the pre-draft process, and we can go there. But he's owed less than $5 million in cash the next two seasons. Very Yeah. Right. So from that middle of the first round contract, we kind of went over this with the rookie wage scale when we did the B. John Robinson thing, right? The difference in being the number one overall pick versus being the number 15 overall pick is a significant amount of cash. And you're talking about a starting quarterback contract with a player with two years of starting experience in the NFL that's less than $5 million. Like, if a team were to trade for a starting quarterback at this point, it certainly feels like Mac Jones, economically speaking, relative to the other options aside of the mega contract superstar
0: quarterback that's out there in Lamar Jackson, this is a really attractive option. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Um, we're going to get into Mac's skill set and those types of things, but I think that is a huge part of this conversation is just how attractive that salary is. I mean, look at what the Raiders just gave Jimmy Garoppolo, 20. and that's not yeah. even big quarterback money, right? That's like middle that's middle that's, tier, ma- like lower middle tier quarterback money. And so a, a player in Mac Jones that the book's not written by any means, and he's had success in the NFL. And we're certainly going to talk a lot about last year and how there's no way he could have been successful last year, or I think any quarterback would have been successful last year. There's some appeal here, and part of it is what he's shown, and part of it's that contract. And, oh, by the way, you still have that fifth-year option, which if you pick it up is still very reasonable starting quarterback money. And so this is uh, suddenly a big big domino, big piece of pivoting across the, the landscape of what could happen here the rest of this offseason. So Mac Jones is already
1: a Tier three fifth year option.
0: Well, he was an original. He was not an original. Okay, selector. so so yeah.
1: right now he's a tier two. That's right, fifth yeah. year option. Okay, you have to be an original selection, Pro Bowler, to yeah. qualify for that fifth year option tiered system for for the financials. So, uh, last year's fifth year option, or I should say this cycle's fifth year option for the class ahead of Mac Jones, Tua Tagovailoa was a tier two playing time qualifier. And his was twenty three point eight million, mm-hmm. I believe. Less than starting, less than what Jimmy G got. Yeah, that's all. So nothing. Mac's that's probably nothing. gonna you could probably get Mac on the fifth year option three years later for less than what the
0: Raiders paid Jimmy G. Not bad, right? Not bad. And I mean the teams mentioned Raiders, Texans, Bucks, and Commanders. What if the Houston Texans have a guy? That's it. That's the only quarterback. We just saw Lance Zerline. NFL.com yeah. Houston guy. He's a Houston guy.
1: He hit both their he he was quick to point out he hit both of their picks in last year's mock too.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: He's like don't come at me. <laughs> right.
0: Right, he he was on Had the him skip thing quarterback it too. Yeah, dude. Like don't tell me that there's not a world where Houston has a guy that they're willing to pick and that's it. And I think that would be a great pivot. Like if you don't get your guy, that's a great pivot. Go ahead and get Trade back, get a premium player, Will Anderson or whatever. If if you lose
1: the guy. The guy. Yeah. Yes. What do you think max trade value is right now? Wow, that's. That, I think that's the, the one thing that I know. I didn't entertain until we got on this conversation. And yeah, I can tell based, based on your reaction. <laughs> you isn't that crazy? We
0: talked about doing this podcast like more than 24 hours ago. Right. We had never, ample time to come here prepared. And that's the one thing I didn't consider is what he would get traded for.
1: I think the, the, the core piece would probably be a two this year, right? I think a two and change.
0: Yeah, do you, do you think about what the Alex Smith trade? I always go back to that Tyrod Taylor for a three when he went from Buffalo to Cleveland as something like, it's probably a day, it's a day two pick and some change. It's, the, the,
1: the floor has to be higher than like the Sam Darnold deal. Yeah, I think that's a, because Mac that Jones is
0: four and a six,
1: a two. of Right. Right. So I was thinking like a two and a three or something like, was that the Carson Wentz deal?
0: Which, which one? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Carson's out here catching straight. Uh, when Philly traded him to. Washington. Or when Philly traded him to Indianapolis, Indy, excuse me. Yeah. 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 It was what a lot was of that?
0: On that a lot of conditions.
1: going to float You're around and produce floating this thing. around producing. Yeah. Okay. Uh conditional one from the Colts. This is courtesy of ESPN for a 2021 third round pick and a conditional 2022 second round pick that could turn into a first round pick.
0: Can we be honest, so like Carson Wentz did a whole lot more in his sample size he was, also,
1: he was also a lot more expensive.
0: <clears throat> That's true. That's true.
1: I, I think the fact that, yes, Carson Wentz had an MVP caliber season before he got hurt the year that the Eagles won the Super Bowl, but the fact that you have three years of control minimum on Mac Jones for what's going to be a total of less than $30 million, I think that makes a big difference. I think that offsets any advantage that Carson had with his accolades at that point.
0: I'm gonna give the most unnecessary Galaxy brain take of all time, but I, mean, I, I just want to—I just right. want to invoke it. Just right. want to invoke this right here. All right. If the Jets weren't in the AFC East and if the Jets didn't fire Lafleur, like this, this would be is a great about, spot for Mac. Right,
1: right. This is a, a pivot off of the uh, Aaron Rodgers, you know what contest right now with the Packers. Yeah,
0: yeah. because it goes back to that. Did. Kyle Shanahan really want Mac Jones when he traded up to three and was kind of bullied into Trey Lance. Well, and it, it would Mac be a much better fit for that type of offense? Well, who did we just hear
1: was potentially kicking the tires on the Aaron Rodgers thing as that has continued to drag out?
0: San Fran comes full circle, right? Could, could, could Trey Lance be part of that deal? Because the Patriots Patriots are going to roll forward with Bailey What a galaxy
1: brain this has turned into. And you know what's fun? I didn't know if you saw this, but yesterday the galaxy brain was Jeffrey Simmons as a part of a draft day trade from Tennessee to to Arizona. Did you see that Brett Whitefield put out a mock draft and had Simmons getting traded yesterday during the same time we were recording this podcast? It came out at like 9.45 in the morning and we recorded at 9.30. So it's probably the exact same time that we were talking about
0: it. Yeah.
1: Whitefield put the mock out.
0: Trey, Trey Lance for Mac Jones. Who says no?
1: New England's got to get something else back. Really? Yes. That's... Come on, man. Trey's played how many snaps? <laughs>
0: Not many. Max, Max
1: played more snaps in two years in the NFL than Trey Lance has played since when?
0: Oh, man. Dude, that's insane. Right. Was, since middle it, school.
1: Probably, I was going to say high school. Like, senior year of high school. New England would need to get something back. You can't just do one-for-one that. One
0: it's an interesting conversation to have. Fascinating. Um, obviously, there's a whole lot more for us to dig into here. We're going to talk a little bit more about how we got here next. But first, the NBA playoffs are almost here, and now is the perfect time for you to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That is bonus bets back. If your first bet doesn't win, Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel
2: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: Was that the ultimate roll of the dice there or what?
0: Brother, I, I, that was... I mean, that just happened right here. If you're not watching on YouTube, you miss Kyle... Just the, the neighbor the just got here. a
1: ton of topsoil dropped off in their front yard. As I sat here and told Joe when we started, it's hot in here. I'm going to roll the dice and have the window open. And I'm sitting mm-hmm. here listening to a shovel scraping on the driveway. Like, I'm not going to subject everybody to this for the next
0: 20 minutes. I got to go close the windows. I thought you were having an issue with your headphones. <laughs> So I thought you were going to, like, find some other pair of headphones. I'm like, I don't think this is going to work out. Like, I'm sitting there thinking i got to somehow have this conversation alone. But here you're back. You're back. Let's get back on track. We're talking Mac Jones. How we got to this point. Belichick is shopping his third-year quarterback that's made a Pro Bowl and taking him to the playoffs.
1: So we kind of alluded to this at the top, uh, that the Patriots really spent aggressively that offseason. Right? They had gone, was it seven and nine with Cam? They did. And I thought that was pretty doggone impressive. It's one of his more impressive coaching jobs of his career. Is that, yeah. that roster was depleted. Bad. The quarterback play was bad. They draft Mac Jones, but before they do that, they set the record for like most and they held it for one year. I think Jacksonville beat it the next year, but it was like most guaranteed money spent in like the tampering window or something like that was New England. Spent a crazy amount of money on on a lot of players. That year one spending influx plus Mac with Josh McDaniels as the offensive coordinator uh, kind of allowed Mac Jones to... I don't want to say that he just kept it between the lines, but with the Patriots offense functioning the way that it did with the success that they had in the running game, Mac Jones was a play-action-pass-counterpunch player that put a lot of stress on second levels of defenses, right? Mm -hmm. And his best throw on the field is your nine ball, your moon ball shots down the sideline. He's got good touch, good trajectory on those throws. And he's got large voids in the middle of the field because the run game and the play-action pass. Before we get into the coaching decisions, and you could talk about the report that came out from the Boston Herald and all this and that, and with trying to transition from a gap scheme to a wide zone system and so on, like all of that stuff. Let me ask you a question: From a personnel standpoint, where did the Patriots get better in Mac from year one to Mac from year two? On the depth chart offensively,
0: that's I don't think anywhere, Kyle. Honestly, I'm sitting here nowhere.
1: There's the not only, a single the position
0: o- that I think they've up they upgraded from year one to year two.
1: It was it, in my mind, it's Ramondre Stevenson, and it was a player that was in house as a rookie with Mac in that same class, and just his personal development from year one to year two was a and better you- player was a better player than. Yeah, but
0: you like he was like the bee's knees as a rookie. Right. Kind of got his opportunity back this past year. Right. I don't know, minus Shaq Mason. Right, you swapped out Shaq Mason and put Cole Strange on the offensive line, and you flip-flopped your tackles. Yeah, I'm not sure. You moved that Trent does. Brown
1: from right tackle to left tackle, and Isaiah Wynn from left tackle to right tackle.
0: Drafted Tyquan Thornton in the second round. Traded for Devontae Parker. So, like, that's what you tried to do to upgrade from a personnel perspective. Mm -hmm. That's not even getting to the biggest issue. And then you
1: took everything that you were offensively for 20 years, and you effectively, when McDaniels left, chucked it in the trash can and said, okay, we're going to run a Shanahan-rooted wide zone rushing system.
0: You know, last year's Patriots offense, 2022 Pats offense, 18.2 points per game, 22nd in the league, 314 yards per game, 26th in the league. But these are the two numbers that really stand out. And and I think it builds on the point that you just made there about how they threw everything out of who they were offensively and tried to become something else. Their third down percentage last year, 34.9%. That's 27th in the league. Their red zone touchdown percentage, 42%, which was dead last. The third down percentage and the red zone touchdown scoring percentage were the lowest – of Bill Belichick's tenure in New England, the lowest. That situational football was just not there, and obviously that's something that Belichick's been celebrated for is situational football and how that gives his team an edge all the time. They lost that. So
1: let me ask you this, because there will be those that ask, well, what of that is Mac Jones versus what of that is the supporting cast and what of that is coaching, and how do you compartmentalize it? And that, that's, that's the ultimate question that every fan base with every player that everybody has an opinion on on one side of the fence or the other ultimately struggles with. It's the ult- penultimate question in team building and player evaluation.
0: I very easily point the finger at coaching because Mac Jones showed a baseline level of skill in year one that you wouldn't think would regress even if the personnel wasn't better. It wasn't necessarily worse. All right? Like, that's one thing I'll right. say about – Year one to year two. It didn't get better in the ways that it should have, but it also didn't get worse. What you did is you hired Matt Patricia and Joe Judge with zero experience coaching offense or calling plays. Oh, come on now. Yeah, they were positional coaches
1: for one year like 15 right. years ago. It's, come it's, on. It was,
0: it's the most asinine idea I've ever seen in the history of the NFL from a coaching perspective. This is what you've done for your quarterback your your second year quarterback that you just picked in the first round that was how you were going to evolve things it's an absolutely asinine idea that everybody in the world knew was crazy except for one person bill belichick we sat there and laughed at it all off season long the nfl community laughed at it all off season long and it went exactly how we thought it was going to go the only person out there that surprised is bill belichick
1: yeah there was a um let me get the Mike Girardi quote up because I think this was pretty damning uh, as it pertains to this situation. Um, floating around producing this thing, give me a second. Flo-
0: floating <laughs> a lot here. <laughs> Kyle's looking up a quote from Mike Girardi about Mac Jones. Come on, you can filibuster better than this. <laughs> I I, I will try. Um You could find it faster than this, right? Is it going to happen? I don't know.
1: (laughs) Why is his Twitter handle not popping up? I don't know. I type his name in and it doesn't show up. Okay, here it is. Mike Girardi, formerly of NFL Network. A string of tweets from about 24 hours ago. From Bill Belichick in late July, I think Mac's done a great job. He's worked extremely hard. He's got a tremendous work ethic. He's made tremendous strides. He did a great job last year, but he's starting from a much, much higher point this year heading into year two. Additional quote from Belichick, same day. He's just a lot further along in the conversation, and we have much better feel for what he can do, what his strengths are, and how we can play into those. He's self-aware, too. He knows what he does well. They make the decisions that they make, and then the Mike Girardi quote Uh, directly responding to the pro football talk story about tension lingering between Belichick and Mac Jones and the trade rumors. Talk to many people about this. To a man, those who have seen, felt this, roll their eyes. One source said to me, I don't know what Bill thought was going to happen. The decisions he made set the table for Max regression for the entire offensive regression. The offensive dysfunction was felt on all levels of the offense and by all position groups. There were coaches who knew that this system play calling play design was not up to the previous Sanders in Foxborough set by Josh McDaniels. The players felt it. And lastly, on a personal note, this is a personal note from him. I have no horse in this race. I don't give a damn who starts, whether it's Max Zappi or
0: quarterback to be named later. You know, what's interesting about this entire situation in my own personal perspective of Mac Jones is it's changed a lot because Mac's always been a player. I didn't always care for, right? I thought he was really overhyped at Alabama. I didn't think he was worth a first round pick. He goes to the Patriots, obviously a team that I don't have much love for. And I I've not, I've not been much of a fan, but I think the way that he's handled this has created some respect from me because as a young player, who's you know you, you know about new england it's the patriots way and you're hush hush and you just you just take it right you just do what you're supposed to do you do your job max pushed back and that's that's not a normal spot for a young quarterback to be in where he's like dude i need help he's going to outside the organization he, i need help that's obviously rub belichick the wrong way it's led to a lot of this shopping um and he's He's taken some ownership in in like hey something has to happen here and, and uh, I respect him for that because you see a lot of other players just sit there and be hush hush and, and and just stay the course and try to be a good company man. Mac recognizes the issues here. he's been passionate about how ridiculous it is and he's trying to get himself in a better spot now I, I respect him for that.
1: Yeah, um, it's probably time to talk about year three progress what that outlook looks like, assuming that Mac Jones continues to be the starting quarterback of the New England Patriots. So that's what we're going to close segment three on here on today's episode of Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes.
2: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason... If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.
1: The personnel move that the Patriots have made offensively that has you most excited is what?
0: I like how you specified personnel.
1: Right, because we all know Bill O'Brien versus the other play callers when O'Brien worked with Mac in New England is such low-hanging fruit. It is the most obvious upgrade opportunity in the world. Yeah.
0: <sighs> okay, this is what I think moves the needle the most for me when it comes to the Patriots' personnel shifts offensively. I think it's Mike Gusecki for Jonu Smith. Really, yeah, I think that's just a, a more functional player for Mac, the types of throws he's willing to make. Um, John U. Smith has always been a limited player to me, where it's just yards after catch, it's get him in space and allow him to create. Um, didn't really work out with the Patriots, and certainly you can cast all kinds of shade there, and they didn't get anything back for him or anything like that. But I think Gasecki as a big slot <clears throat> to run some 12 with to obviously Hunter Henry's your guy. Um, I think that pairing there can really help Mac Jones. And so that's the personnel move that moves the needle the most for me. What is the
1: Patriots' DNA as a team? What do they like to do? Run the ball. Gap scheme, run the ball. What's Mike going to give you there?
0: Nothing, but I have other tight ends.
1: Okay. So what percentage of snaps do you think Mike is going to play for the Patriots?
0: I don't know. I'm only concerned with the pass-catching ability and how that helps Mac Jones. Okay.
1: Okay. Well here's, here's I know Mike Gosecki has warts as a player. Here's my concern. Mike Geseckki, when he did not have Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell, was one of the lowest separation targets in the NFL. You also now have Devontae Parker, who for the fourth straight year was in the bottom three according to next gen stats for separation per target, it was coming into his second year in New England. They signed Juju Smith Schuster. Who is another big physical slot type player, not necessarily a separator on the outside? Are we banking on Taekwon Thornton to be the separator target? I guess that's just all of the Alabama quarterbacks have the luxury of, and, and this year with Bryce Young's a little separate conversation because he wasn't thrown at the same dudes that Mac Jones and Tua Tagovailoa were throwing to, right? But who they threw to in college transposed against what Tua had early in his career and what those performances look like. And what Mac Jones had with a less cohesive system last year. And potentially, if your resolution is to add Mike Gasecki and Juju Smith-Schuster to that pass-catching group while also losing Jacoby Myers,
0: I just... Well, here, can, we, can, can, we get, can we get a dynamic player? No, no, no. I only have the options available to me when you ask the questions. There's four options. <laughs> There's only four options. The one okay. that I picked, Mike Iseki over W. Smith. Yes. Riley Reef for Isaiah Wynn. Does that move the needle for you? No. Does James Robinson over Damian Harris matter for you? It's a, How about that's a Juju downgrade. over Jacoby Myers? Maybe that's an upgrade, but at least Jacoby Myers was like the guy is. that had experience with Mac. So, yeah, that's why I picked Mike Iseki It wasn't because I okay. loved it. I just didn't have any other options. So
1: that kind of sets the table with where I was going coming into the draft. Like we could talk about, okay, competent scheme change, and that's going to be a dramatic upgrade. That's going to be felt. But when you still look at the supporting cast going into year three, I mean, how much, how much more excited are you?
0: I think Bill, Bill O'Brien's the biggest upgrade you can imagine from Matt, Patricia and Joe judge. But can we have a like sobering moment here with Bill O'Brien? The guy had Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins, Will Fuller, and those offenses were really average in Houston. They were average. Middle-of-the-pack offenses.
1: I'm going to float around and produce this thing again. Hold on, give me that. They're,
0: they're, you can look at them. They're right there in the middle of the pack. The last time he had a, a top offense was with New England, which Tom Brady was his off- was his quarterback.
1: Okay, so offensive ranks. We're going to do the thing. Yeah. New England in 2011.
0: Amazing, like top three.
1: Uh, they were second in yards and third in points. Yep. Yeah. Oh, you weren't yeah. okay. So 14, 14. Here's the ranks in yards. 17, 19, 29, 20, 15, 13, 13. Those last three years with, I guess from, what was it, 17? 17, 18, 19, 20. The last four years were the Watson overlap.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So we were 20, 15, 13, 13. In points, we were 17th. Obviously, Watson missed about half the year as a rookie with the ACL tear. 11th, 14th, 18th. Okay. I, I, I see your point.
0: <laughs> it's a huge upgrade. Like, look, I it mean, it's had some, some top, plenty of top half of the league offenses, but. This isn't like one of the the most foolproof offensive coordinators that's ever existed. You don't walk in and have a top 5 offense.
1: And I guess I guess the thing that I'm most excited about for Mac is the way the Bill O'Brien offense functions. I think leans into a lot of the best things that Mac Jones does as an NFL quarterback. I think what he was renowned for coming out of Alabama with Bill O'Brien was pre-snap processing, kind of pre-snap anticipation, execution of the reads, a very high floor pocket passer in the NFL. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You transpose that and you put that in New England now with a viable run game. I think you can make the argument that, that the New England run game has the potential to be the best O'Brien's had at his disposal since, what, the Arian-Foster 14, 15, 16 sure. stretch, right? Yeah. And you can get back to the passing game being a I comp- I don't want to say complimentary, but it kind of is. It's complementary. You have to resist the urge to... Your passing concepts complement the running concepts and there's a cohesion with what you're doing.
0: Didn't happen last year. None, Did of, not, you... <laughs> none of that ha-
1: none of that existed last year. Right. Until they they canned all the zone stuff about halfway through the year. And magically went back to the things that they were before and magically found the pulse offensively. So I think there's from a chemistry perspective, kind of people turn their nose up at chemistry and we we look at Kyle's and Joe's versus, I mean, I should have had the shirt on. Mm-hmm. Kyle's and Joe's versus X's and O's. But that is a component, especially when you are an offensive personnel group like what New England has, where you don't really have math changers. Right? You you don't have guys that redefine how you're defending this team. So it has to be about the coaching. And that's at the root of the Belichick tree. Yeah. That's all it's ever
0: been. I chuckled when I saw, didn't the Raiders hire like, or somebody hired Dan Amendola. Was Patriot, the Raiders, Ra-
1: Raiders hired Amendola. He's like their eighth offseason addition this offseason well, that, that was played for Belichick in New England.
0: And they signed Brian Hoyer this week too. It's yes. like, man, it's just this this never-ending cycle of having been part of the Patriot way and then trying to replicate it somewhere else. I, I cannot believe that the year to- the year 2023, we're still doing this. I mean, you don't even have to look any further than what the Patriot way looks like without Tom Brady. Right. With the literal
1: New England Patriots. Right. And Bill will tell you the last 25 years is why you
0: as Patriots yeah. fans should be excited. And you know what? And I, I wonder – I know we're kind of getting to the end here, but, like, <laughs> the Patriots have very quickly become a team that gets a lot of shade and deserves it. The Patriots have also won six Super Bowls. They have. Like, relatively recently – As a fan, you gotta just like cling to that and be like, you can't hurt me. Like I've Right. Just in You've given me more than any other person in the world's ever going to enjoy in the history of their life for NFL football. Unless
1: you're a year one, two, or three fan of the New England Patriots and you're like ten years old. Right. You have something that most fan bases would immediately swap for whilst listening to the draft dude simultaneously bag on. What the effort was last year to, to run an offense.
0: Like if you are a lifelong Pittsburgh Steelers fan, like from the 70s until now, like congratulations, you have Six. a case. You have a right. case. Right. Right. But nothing like the the 20-year stretch. It's going to reshape the football as we know it.
1: There's, there's a lot more we could get into. I think this is probably a good, good wrapping point for us. An objective conversation about Mac Jones – the New England Patriots, the trade rumors. Final question: yes or no? Mac Jones is the New England Patriots starting quarterback in 2023.
0: Listen, you know who the offensive coordinator for the Houston Texans is? Bobby Slowick. Bobby Slowick. Where did Bobby Slowick come from? Shanahan Disciple, my guy. Who did Lance Zerline just mock to, to the Texans? Tyree Wilson. With, yeah, will Levis, with Will Levis,
1: Levis as the second ad.
0: That ain't a quarterback. Be dead.
1: They did get Will Levis, so I don't know. I, But I guess here's the thing. They, they got Levis in a trade in a scenario which there were other teams in that stretch that could have gone quarterback. So there's a chance that Houston does try to do this, and it blows up in their face too.
0: I think that he will be a Patriot. I think that Mac
1: Jones will play for the Patriots. I am inclined to agree with you. If I had to put money on it, I would say that, yes, Mac Jones is the the, It's the most
0: likely outcome. Yeah. But, man, is there plenty to talk about.
1: Well, we talked about it for about 34 minutes, so we're going to go ahead and wrap this thing up. Cockrab's Joe Marino. Appreciate you guys checking out Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes talking Mac Jones, New England Patriots. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. So hit subscribe, follow along this journey with us as we continue to explore. Uh, Team building across the NFL, your teams every day here on the Locked On Network. Make it a great rest of your day. We'll talk to you all again tomorrow. Peace.
2: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.